up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Jesus Christ, it's over. It's over. It's literally over. Christmas is fucking over to a lot of people's happiness and to many dismay. My dismay. Is it not now acceptable to keep singing fucking Christmas songs? Not anymore, Alex. Daddy gang, hello. Welcome to another episode of Call Her Daddy. I hope that your boyfriend got you the pearl earrings you wanted I hope that you got that fucking Mercedes from your parents, you fucking spoiled brat. Just keep in mind that I didn't have a car growing up, okay? And when I wanted to drive a car, I had to drive my Nana's fucking bunker. (laughs) That's not even a word for a car. I've told the story. I called it the dingbat. It was embarrassing. I parked it blocks away from school and I truly believe it built and shaped my character as a human being. Rest in peace, Nana. That woman was a badass motherfucker and her car was even fucking better. I don't know how I started this episode talking about my Nana's old dingbat, but the point is, is that I hope you guys got whatever you wanted for Christmas. What else would some of you be doing? Maybe some of you have the Sunday scaries right now because you're literally getting ready for work. This is probably, I would actually like to say this, this year does fucking suck that Christmas and New Year's are on Saturdays. What the fuck is that? What the fuck? But don't worry. It's almost like you should look at it like this. This week does not matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even actually count. And let me set the scene of really how you cruise control through this bitch of a week. Self-care, okay? This week at work is self-care week at work. You don't have to tell your boss that you're implementing that. Just know it within yourself. We are going to be doing all the things that we've wanted to do for ourselves, but we haven't gotten to yet. You need to make some returns. You You need to make some doctor's appointments. This week is the perfect week to really set yourself up for the new year. You got all your doctor's appointments made. Hell, maybe make a couple extras. Check out your gastro situation. We make it make an extra gyno checkup. Check your fertility. Like, let's just go down the rabbit hole. This is a time to really get everything that you've needed to get done, done. And you're doing it all while someone is paying you to do a complete opposite task. No one is going to know. No one is gonna know okay and then before you know it all of a sudden it is going to be Friday and I want everyone to look at it like it's a Friday and I don't want you to look at it like it's New Year's Eve (laughs) everyone's like why it's New Year's Eve just because okay I've been getting a lot of DMs from daddy gang not happy about their plans for New Year's Eve this upcoming week and you know Before I get into answering some of your questions, I'm going to take you back to a time quickly that hopefully will make literally every single person listening feel better about their New Year's plans. It was my junior year of college and technically, socially, I was thriving. Like I had gotten in with a lot of the guys in Boston. I was looking good. I was peaking or so I thought. And I have these plans, but I took a little bit of manipulation and I took a little bit of that like, ooh, make him jealous. Yeah, well, I took that way too fucking far and he disinvited me. The audacity. But you guys know me. I don't just roll over. Okay. What did I do instead? Last minute ditch. 
I went to Aspen. Or so that's what my social media said. Hmm. Daddy gang, a humbling moment is I spent that New Year's Eve cuddled up on the couch in good old Pennsylvania with my mom and my pop. <laughs> Just the three amigos fucking in Pennsylvania together. And while my parents were earnestly watching Ryan Seacrest and Anderson Cooper on TV, there I was, a little bit strategically behind them so they couldn't see my phone. And I was on Google searching Snapchat Aspen photos. And I was double tapping and I was saving them to my camera roll. And then I was going to my Instagram and then I was pressing upload and I was geotagging Aspen, Colorado, and I was flexing that I was in fucking Aspen for New Year's, baby. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. (laughs) No, I fucking wasn't. It still pains me to this day. Daddy gang, I fully fucking lied because I wanted the guy to see, oh, you disinvited me? newsflash buddy boy I can fuck any dick I want and like he knew I didn't have the funds like clearly someone had to fly me to- <gasps> and now I'm remembering I'm pretty sure I posted a fucking private jet and like I'm not fucking kidding you I literally remember oh my god I texted my one friend who had been on a fucking pj with this like sugar daddy dude and I was like can you po- can you send me that photo of your legs she had taken a photo on a pj and i was like can you send that to me and i fucking posted my friend's photo on my fucking instagram fucking story and i fully flexed and pretended that i was in aspen i think the moral of this story is embrace your plans if you don't have plans for new year's eve and they're not cool and you're not city slicking through and you don't have that fucking hot dress and you don't get your makeup done and you're actually staying inside for new year's eve Let's not go on Google and try to pretend like we're somewhere else. I can also see a lot of you listening to this and say, that never crossed my mind. I never was going to do that. I respectfully understand that you may not be as big of a loser as me. But the point is, is that have no shame in whatever your plans are. It's just another Friday night. So let us get into a little thing I like to call questions. Here we go. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. Have you tried sparkling ice yet? It's got great flavor, plus vitamins and antioxidants and no sugar. Sparkling ice is soda if soda had substance, okay? They've got more than 15 flavors with just the right amount of carbonation. Kiwi, strawberry, orange, mango, black cherry. And don't get me started on the pineapple coconut flavor. Mm -mm. One sip. 
and you're on spring break. So ditch soda and enter your flavor era. Sparkling ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C, G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty-Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. Hello, Father. My friends are annoyed because I'm going away with my boyfriend of six years, just the two of us for New Year's. They want everyone to go to my friend's lake house, but I hate New Year's and kind of just prefer doing my own thing. Okay, your friends are fucking weird. Who gives a... Don't go away with your boyfriend. We want you to fucking hang out with us and we want to take shots together. Listen, if people have problems with what other people are doing on New Year's, that is where I draw the line. I am so for people making plans having so much fun getting so excited for new year's but if there's someone that doesn't want to partake why do they want to force you to partake if you're literally being like i want to go with my boyfriend if my friend said that to me i'd be like oh my god absolutely girlfriend go get pregnant love you bitch like what what is the issue i would say listen i think you can solve this by talking to them and just being like guys I love you you guys know I love partying with you but there's just something about new year's that I it just rubs me the wrong way I've literally said this to my friends all know that I hate new year's I think it's the dumbest fucking I don't it's not even a holiday this is not a holiday this is a random date that people decide has so much weight on who you are as a person who you're gonna be as a person where you're going to take your life, what your goals are, what your mission statement is like, why, who deemed new year? Like, it's so dumb. So I think that your friends should understand if you're like, listen, guys, I love you and we can party when I'm back. But like, this is what I would say. It's, I promise you, it's not about me choosing my boyfriend over you guys. If my boyfriend set sail and left and went to Madagascar tomorrow, I'm actually still going on this trip by myself. I do not want to party and like indulge in New Year's. It's just not my thing. Cause I think sometimes I get it. Like friend groups can be like, uh, like she's obsessed on their boyfriend. And so I think you should let them know that like kind of like compliment them. Like you guys know I'm obsessed with you. This really has nothing to do with my boyfriend. Also, I would just like to say this to you, girlfriend, because I got a lot of DMs and you are one of the few, the select few. Okay. There's some daddy gang that's getting excluded. You girlfriend should take this as a compliment. These girls are fiending for your participation. They want you around. That is kind of fucking great. You, I mean, because, <laughs> you know, there are other people that it's like, oh, we don't want to fucking invite her. She's the worst fucking time. Clearly, you're a great time. Your friends want you around. So keep that in mind that this is all coming from a place of love. And I think you should just reciprocate that when you explain to them back why you're not coming from a place of love when it comes to New Year's. And it has nothing to do with them. Next. Okay. Hi, Father. Can you talk about how to cope with New Year's when you may not want to drink and everyone around you does? This is one of the 
biggest questions that I got written in and one I just wanted to say that so you don't feel alone if you are someone that wrote this in and you're feeling I hate that people like I feel like a loser like indulging in alcohol or not indulging in alcohol should not make you feel like a loser but I understand socially when you're not drinking then people look at you and it's like a big thing like so yes I have some advice for you number one I would say that I have actually had some times where I'm not drinking and so and I mean we all have seen it when the one person is not drinking and then you see everyone trying to be like come on like no like just drink tonight so number one I would say is have an actual firm excuse as to why you're not drinking now I hate that I even have to tell you to have an excuse like you don't owe anyone an explanation for why you are not going to be drinking but I do think something like New Year's Eve like and just people are fucking annoying dude like socially people just get so riled up that like come on have a fucking drink and like though if also I would say this is a little tangent but like if you're hanging around with people that are so adamant about you drinking and are so pushy and annoying come on have a drink have a drink like don't fuck with those type of people like why do they care so much about your alcohol intake worry about yourself but number one is having a firm excuse I know sometimes people use the work excuse like no I have an early morning tomorrow I think for New Year's Eve fuck that shit say you're on an antibiotic every single time that I've said that that is like a actual firm excuse that you will get so fucked up on antibiotics you'll start hallucinating and vomiting and like vomiting yep that's what you're gonna start doing you're gonna be vomiting so I think just saying oh I fucking wish like I know again you don't need to play it up but you could just so that people feel it you're like I fucking wish I could dude I'm on antibiotics like it's fucking fine like I'm I'm having a great time anyways it's totally fine and like just give them that excuse number two I would also say aside from having that firm excuse is the classic holding a drink in your hand if it if they do have clear cups I would literally just put water with a lime or a lemon in it with ice and no one is going to know and so that I think is half the battle if you literally just have a cup in your hand and people see you with a cup no one's going to be like do you want a drink and the most they'll do is like do you want a shot and so many people that even are drinking that night pass up shots it depends how far you want to take the lie you could literally be like no I'm good I just took one or you can be like no I'm good I'm not doing shots tonight like I'm trying to like stay alive um but having a drink in your hand so that's number two and then I would say number three is maybe have an accountability partner and I know that sounds kind of lame but like let's not call just have a friend that you share with why you're not drinking whatever your reason may be Um, or you don't even have to tell them what your reason is just say hey I'm not gonna drink tonight and I think sometimes having that accountability partner it's really hard sometimes like let's be real when you're in a pressureful situation peer pressure people are trying to be like come on come on it'll be so much more fun if you drink I think that sometimes if you have someone even if they're not voicing it to you even just having one that one person that almost keeps you accountable and you even look at them and it reminds you of why you're not drinking or number two that person can be supportive of you and be like no she's not drinking come on let's go over here and your friend pulls you over find that one friend that can be there for you and then the fourth I would say is this if you are really adamant about not drinking and you're just feeling this like pit in your stomach about this new year's and just all of these things you're like thank you so much for that advice but like I still feel like I'm going to be stressed about being the one person that's not drinking 
I would maybe reconsider like who you're surrounding yourself with then. Like don't put yourself in that situation. And I get it. It's easier said than done. You want to enjoy yourself. But I do think like if it's going to really stress you out again, it's just a Friday night. It's just another night in the books. Like maybe you fake sick or maybe you go hang out with people that you know will not put you in a situation where you feel uncomfortable drinking. Maybe you go with your other friend group that you know they're all just like hanging in the house. Some girls are going to be drinking, but like you're watching it more on TV and you're all kind of just chilling. Or sometimes it's not awful to like have a night for yourself. Like I know it maybe sounds lame, but I have had New Year's moments, not the Aspen one. I was fully chugging, um, but there have been New Year's where I actually am like, you know what? I want to wake up tomorrow morning and feel so fucking great and maybe do like a full self-care night. The point is, is that you should not feel so embarrassed or feel peer pressured to do something that you don't want to do. And I think as I've gotten older, I've really recognized like, let's actually dumb it down to like, hold on, you don't want to drink. And you're completely fine not drinking. And the only thing that is going to make you feel insecure about not drinking is other people wanting you to put something in your body so that you are engaging with them on their level. Like what? What? It's so it's so fucking dumb when you really dumb it down to like, why do they care? And same goes for drugs, I would say. Like, I'll just be honest. Like, I get New Year's, people are fucking doing Molly and all this shit. Like, if you're someone that doesn't do drugs, for a huge majority of my life, and even still to this day, like, I'm not a big drug person. I will be honest, I've done drugs before. But um, I just haven't ever really been that into drugs. And there's a lot of times where people are like, come on, Alex, like, just try it. Like, come on, it will be so fun. And I always just had this line where I was like, trust me, I am on already another level when I drink. Like, I don't need drugs to have a good time. But I've had a lot of times where people like want me, the people almost that resist, people then like want you more to do like the shrooms or the molly or the ecstasy or the coke or whatever the fuck it is. And it's like, no, 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 bro, chill. I'm good. Also, I will say, and I just want to make everyone aware, and I don't know when this became a dare program, but um, all I've seen on the news lately is like, please be careful with drugs during this um, New Year's because like so many fucking people are like thinking they're doing coke and then all of a sudden they're like fucking dead because of fentanyl. So just take care of yourselves, daddy gang. And like, I know that's like a, that's kind of like a downer and you all want to go like snort your fucking whatever the fuck, but like, is it worth it? Like, just please take care of yourself and, and know where you're getting stuff from. And it's better to not than to do because I would rather you be alive than to not be with us. So love you, but please stay safe. Hi, Daddy. New Year's plans. I'm going out for dinner with my boyfriend and his friends and their girlfriends. But the girlfriends are already friends and I feel so awkward going into it. Like, will they leave me out? I'm anxious and I'm dreading this. Sweetie, we don't dread anything. We don't dread anything because you are going to fake it till you make it, especially on New Year's. This is going to be an easy fucking peasy situation. Listen to me. Everyone has a trait and it's called the narcissistic trait. 
everyone is interested in themselves. And so step number one for you walking into a dynamic where there's a bunch of girls that are already friends and you're the odd man out, you are going to ask them questions about themselves. People fucking love to talk about themselves. So that's a one. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with your outfit. And obviously don't be the girl drooling like, I love your outfit. Where'd you get everything? And you're like being creepy. Like, oh my God, your dress is so cute. Where is it from? Maybe actually don't even ask where it's from. Nope, take that back. Girls are like to gatekeep their outfits. Let's keep that. Nope, oh my God, I'm obsessed with your outfit. So cute. Done. Oh, and she's gonna be like, thank you. It's from Zara. And you're like, I fucking know. I saw it on the fucking site. It's hideous. But you know what I mean? Ask and and just just make a compliment. How about that? And then ask some questions like, oh, where are you guys from? Like dumb questions and let them just talk. Number two, and I think this is a huge part. If you are in a dynamic where you don't know any of the girlfriends, you have to understand. If you were a single girl walking in here, this is a complete different ball game. You would look like a fucking predator and they would be willing to fucking do anything and everything to make sure you feel so insecure and uncomfortable. Sweetheart, you have a boyfriend. You are no threat to these girls. You are literally no threat. So what you should do is stick with your boyfriend, but show that you can also be a girl's girl. So like when the guys are all talking, go stand by them and like joke about the guys, like kind of use the two groups as a way to like cling more to the girls when you're near them. Like, oh my God, the guys are like, like the guys are chugging whatever like do you guys want to take a shot or like what are you guys drinking like should we all go get another round like stupid arbitrary little moments that you can build up and again less is more don't be like hey girls like we are not trying to be the life of the party in a group of girls that's already a defined group that already have their inside jokes don't laugh at their jokes that you all of a sudden see you're clocking everyone else in the group gets something that you're like that doesn't really make sense but I'm gonna laugh no that's an inside joke that you're not privy to that information shut the fuck up and if one of them looks at you and starts to like you this is how you know that they like you they'll let you in on it. Oh my God, we're talking about this, but if they don't let you in on it, you're still on the out. So just sit there and sip your fucking cocktail. And also, dude, chill with your fucking boyfriend. New Year's Eve is about, if you do have a significant other, like chilling with your fucking boyfriend. Who gives a fuck? Like chill with him. And this is another opportunity. One-offs. If you if your boyfriend is talking to one of his friends and his girlfriend is like hanging on his arm next to him, Talk to the girlfriend that's talking that your boyfriend is talking to his friend. Do you know what I mean? So there can be like a foursome moment where you're with your boyfriend. He's talking to his friend. What is his girlfriend doing? Standing there. Strike up a combo. You just can't overthink it. And I think sometimes I get it. Going into a group of girls is so intimidating. But especially when you have a boyfriend, you really have nothing to worry about. Just smile and be nice and like have a little bit of fun moments that you bring to the table. And immediately they're going to be like, oh, this girl's chill. Also, use your fucking boyfriend. Like if your boyfriend is a good guy, tell him this before you go to the party. Be like, babe, I'm obviously a little nervous. Like, I don't know all these girls. Like, do you mind like introducing me to a couple of them when they're with their boyfriends? Don't have him be like, hello, everyone. This is Cassidy. And everyone's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Have him do it suavely. But again, like, 
half the battle is not overthinking when you are in a social setting and specifically when it is New Year's daddy gang, if I can give you one bit of advice is just get out of your head. Everyone is looking to have their personal best night on New Year's and almost everyone is let down having that best personal night. So People worrying about you maybe being a little awkward and not being in the in crowd, that actually is not at all happening on a New Year's night. Everyone is fucking trying to get their best photos and get that fuck and just have a good night. Relax, take a deep breath, and go give your fucking boyfriend a handjob in the bathroom. Huh? (laughs) I thought this was going to be a New Year's one. I just read this from Daddy Gang. Hey, Daddy, my best friend slapped me in the face a few months ago. We were out one night, blackout off some sake that we got from an old man. Amazing, sweetie. You're doing incredible. Always get the free booze from the big old men that are so old that they're going to croak and they'll give you all their money. Okay, so anyways, we got into a little argument and out of nowhere, she runs up to me and slaps me in the face. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's like funny. Do you know what I mean? It was so unexpected because I've never known her to be a violent person and it wasn't even that bad of an argument that we got into. So weird, lol. Anyway, we're cool again, but I'm still just like, question mark, question mark, question mark. What was that? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm going to try to put myself in your shoes because I've never had a best friend slap me. in the. I never even had a friend. I've actually never had someone slap me in the face. (laughs) So like that, let's just start there. I can't um, I can't imagine. I cannot fathom. I'm trying to picture Laren and I in a room together and all of a sudden Laren gets a little liquid courage and she just fucking backhands me. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I really, I think I would definitely have a conversation about it post slap. Um, obviously not heated in the moment under the influence, but I definitely feel like you can't just like move on from something like that kind of abuse. I also would be nervous that maybe there was a little bit more behind that slap. Like it wasn't just indicative of the fight that you were having in that very moment in order to pick up your hand and slap the shit out of your best friend there may be a little underlying problem that's also happening that you may not be aware of so maybe opening the conversation like hey girl um I just want to put it out there, you know, when you no, I actually think you could kind of ease in and do it not like a full joke but kind of go in as a joke like um Tracy, remember when you slapped the shit out of me, you fucking bitch? Like, if you guys have that vibe, you can joke with her at first and be like, no, I actually, in all seriousness, though, was thinking about that. And I want to make sure we're good. Like, obviously, we've never gotten into, like, a physical fight before. Um, You're my best friend. I love you. But I just want to make sure, like, are we good? Was there... And again, you can almost joke. Like, was there more to that slap? Or was it just like an in the moment? You know what I mean? What we want to prevent and and why I'm saying you should bring this up, because I could see a lot of people being like, let's just slide this one under the rug. Like, let's just like, you don't want to make almost her feel embarrassed. 
what I actually see it as is there's a um, safety precaution that you need to take because what I don't want is you to write in next week and say, oh, fuck, daddy, I should have taken your advice because now I got knifed. The bitch pulled out a fucking knife at dinner. All of a sudden I said one wrong thing. I took a fucking extra sip of the sake and she didn't get another fucking round. And all of a sudden this bitch fucking had a knife out and she fucking knifed me in the side. I'm in the fucking hospital. That would be really actually awful for you and everyone involved the families would have to get involved the police the police I love how I say families first police would be involved and all of a sudden before you know it your best friend is a convict and you're sliced and diced and you forever have an actual permanent scar from a relationship that could have actually been solved had you just brought up a conversation we have to go to these lengths in our mind really think about that a slap to then a knife to then who know you know like then you keep going then what's next after the knife so I would bring it up and not let this one linger any longer because that does to me actually sound like very aggressive behavior. And I, I'm i thinking of you, okay? New Year's resolution, confront your friend that slaps the shit out of you. Boom. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with mats, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Curology. If you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology. I have personally struggled with acne my whole life. And I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them. So I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. 
This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty-Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. How do you approach a random man at the bar or whatever at midnight when you're solo? Do I say, are you single and go for it? Say nothing and grab their face. Classic daddy gang, just like ruining marriages left and right. You're like, do I even ask if they're single? Even if I say a ring, like, should I just go for it? You know, this is the thing. New Year's is really weird because everyone is just either single or in a relationship and everyone in the room like I don't know I feel like New Year's is a weird time for single people when you go out because you're looking for other single people to like have a New Year's kiss like it is kind of fucking weird like it's not even like I want to have my New Year's fuck it's literally a New Year's kiss like that's so fucking like come on Jeremy want to have a little pecker like it's weird let me just tell you I think that anyone that's single, um, I love a good, you know, sloppy fucking make out with a rando and like it's good for the story. I think you should absolutely go up to someone. I don't think you need to be like, hey, I'm single. HBU. Like you don't need to fucking give them that information. I would say you're kind of giving them the uh, the cue that you're single by going up and talking to them. You know what I mean? And being flirty. But I do think when you're solo and it's New Year's, I would say you can be 10 times more aggressive. Everyone in the room is on the same page. Like we're getting wild tonight. This is one of the biggest nights of the year that everyone's partying. Like everyone wants to have a good time. So if you're single, I think you go absolutely up to anyone that you want. Oh, and last but not least, I will just say, and this has nothing to do with what you just asked me, but to anyone listening that is like recently going through a breakup, which I will be discussing on this upcoming week's episode of Call Her Daddy. But I would say like really try to hold yourself accountable. Do not text your ex. Do not do it. Don't allow the ball drop to really then allow you to drop the ball, but a bump. Oh, <laughs> zinger. Sorry. Um, and don't let yourself to like fully cave and go emotionally text someone that you are missing. Like, why are we doing that? And I think, listen, you can do that then like Saturday. How about that? Do it on Saturday, but it's so fucking cliche. And it's, this is the issue that my heart breaks for you. If you text the ex or you text someone you're missing on New Year's Eve, your night is going to absolutely be fucking ruined if they don't answer or they leave you on red. Like, why are you putting why are you making yourself susceptible to a full night crushing situation? Just leave it till the next night. Because then if you get fucking ghosted on a Saturday, who gives a fuck? But again, the weight of New Year's Eve, like, let's just not put ourselves in that position. Daddy gang from the word of your father, we are not sending any 
emotional texts this New Year's Eve. All right, daddy gang, you know the fucking drill. Um, There will be an episode coming out that I'm really excited about for you guys to hear on this Wednesday, this beautiful, beautiful upcoming Wednesday. Take care of yourselves this week. Again, click clacking through the week. We have no responsibilities. We take no accountability. We're just trying to make it through. I got you. Okay, I need to go because my jokes today are so off. I'm just a little starting to get on vacation mode. You know how the rest of you are like a little brain dead right now? So am I. So give me a break. I'm personally already click clacking, but my version of click clacking is speaking. So I'm kind of I'm kind of drifting away under the sea, under the sea, under down where it's better. Take it from me. I'm going to go have my dad make me some fucking pancakes. Oh, yeah. And I'm going um, away to a tropical location this uh, this week, which will be fun. So, Daddy Gang, I'll keep you updated. But I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left to give. And I hope you guys have a great fucking Sunday. Self-care is the best care. And, you know, have a great week. I'll see you guys. <laughs> I'll see you fuckers on Wednesday. Love you. Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.